All right. Let's, Let's get, get into it. it. Well, it's Friday. It is. Again. Again. It's like every week. <laughs> yep, welcome to another episode of the Warfighter Tobacco Podcast. Uh, today we have uh, our, our, I don't even know what we call them now. <laughs> uh, I was going to say Texas sales rep. He now covers Texas, Louisiana, Oklahoma. He's our token Air Force. Oh, no, we have two of those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. I don't yeah. know what to call them. South Regional. Yeah. South East yeah. Regional Sales. <laughs> uh, um, our loan. Yeah. Our loan. Loan sales. sales. Yeah. So uh, Eric covers Texas, Louisiana, and Oklahoma for us right now. Uh, he, we just opened up Louisiana, Oklahoma for him at the beginning of the year. And uh, so he's making his rounds up there. And uh, as we're getting ready to go to TPE, um, actually, when this goes live, we're back from TPE. We'll be, yeah, we'll be coming home from TPE that same day. Um, but yeah, so a, as we're speaking now, we fly out in less than 24 hours to go hit up uh, a cigar trade show in Las Vegas. Um, it's uh, This one's pretty interesting. Uh, is not just cigars. Right. It's called Total Product Expo. Uh, and they do cigar, premium cigars. They do CBD. Delta 8. Delta 8 vape. Um, all the gummies. And essentially, all the gummies. Uh, they, head, they head, do a lot of stuff for head shops, head and, shops. And, and convenience stores. Uh, but they started breaking into the premium cigar market. And, uh, and more and more retail manufacturers have been... Uh, setting up and attending and what percentage of cigar brands or what percentage of cigars at this trade show i would say probably 30 percent yeah so 20 30 maybe 20 to 30 percent probably honestly it's probably 20 by 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 footprint size yeah. and by number of businesses we're probably under 10 percent. probably um but the there's still i don't know 150 exhibitors oh, on the premium yeah, cigar side or more at least yeah um it's a, good, it's a good show. It's, the, it's, it's fun. Yeah. The CBD vape uh, side of things is um, it's kind of like the Wild Wild West, <laughs> right? It's like what PCA was before yeah. people realized they're having a big dick contest. You can definitely see. Well, there's a color change in the carpet. Premium there, cigars are red carpet. Yeah. Everything else is on a blue carpet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you can yeah. definitely see the marketing strategies are different. Oh, big time. Because I think. Most of that other show, probably their target demographic is probably male and female till about yeah, four, 20, 14 to 22. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I, I was gonna say 28. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's supposed to be 21 plus, uh, but all the, the majority of all the regulations that are happening yeah. um, are because of vape. Yeah. Um, and you fight me on this, I'll fight you all day long on it. Yeah. Um, but they came around. They were very unregulated. They were marketing to whoever was going to give them money, which was people that were not of legal smoking age. Um, yeah. And uh, they got their pee-pee slapped. And then now they have Well, FDA. we we almost got dragged into the well, pee-pee slap. I was getting into there. <laughs> and then so now the FDA uh, and the, the U.S. government um, is cracking down hardcore uh, on that industry. And they tried to lump in premium cigars into it. Because uh, essentially the the powers that be of the vape industry were like, well, you guys don't regulate cigars like this. And they're like, hey, cigars, come on over here. Yeah. And the cigar industry is like, mm -mm, we don't play that game. Well, the, we're, we're they, drastically different. They wanted to know all of our ingredients and then we had to be tested. But all of our ingredients are tobacco. tobacco. Some water, some sun. Yeah. A little <laughs> bit of love. Yeah. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Like so. Yep. Yeah. I don't What What's the ingredients of uh, vape? Sure. Yeah. Of 
of like, Fruit Loops vape shirt. Chemical, chemical, <laughs> chemicals, 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 yeah. essential oils. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. Um, no idea. And I think some of these vape companies don't have an ID either because they're just buying from a manufacturer. Yeah. Or, you know, so who knows? Um, I'm glad it's, it's an it, industry. I'm glad I'm not in. It, yes. But I, I also like being adjacent to it because this trade show yeah. is it's entertaining. Oh, the people watching is gold. Yes. So, like, the cigar industry, you rarely see where, like, a cigar brand will hire, like, Vegas girls to work the booth. You know, like, it's a very rare thing. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work. You don't see it a lot. But in all of that other industry, that's all it is. It is. And they have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. You just have, like, hot Vegas girls handing out bullshit bags and brochures and whatever samples samples who knows yeah so it, it's weird and then when it's funny because like i'll take i'll take a lap around the whole show right yep. and i'll be smoking a cigar and you'll hear all of these all this other brand stuff's like oh cigars are disgusting like you know they like they're bitching about my smoking yeah the rest of the show and then they'll they'll do a lap and walk the cigar section and they'll smell like marijuana yeah Right, there's not supposed to be it's, marijuana well, it's, at the show. It's CBD flower, right, right. So it, which it's, still, it's the same, the same thing. Yeah. It's just they can do yeah. it without having. And then, so all the cigar, the whole cigar trade shows, complaining about them walking through smoking their right marijuana and like I'm all about legalizing weed. Yeah, but I'm neutral to it. But it's funny to but watch when I'm walking down a public place and yeah. all you smell is weed. Yeah, like come on. Yeah, you know, like. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But when the worlds collide, it's it's yeah. uh, it's pretty entertaining. Yep. And then they do have a really good party. They have an industry party, and it's uh-huh. usually a lot of fun. Uh, so I give them that. Uh, but this will be, Eric, uh, this will be your first time at TPE. And yes. your second trade show. Yes. So let's get into who the hell is Eric. So, Eric, where were you born? And what's your what's your government name? My government name is Michael Eric Spurlock. All right. Never, but everyone calls you Eric. Uh, every, yeah. Okay. Yeah. My dad goes by Michael, which is his middle name. So we go by our middle names. Uh, <laughs> is his first name Eric? Uh, no, his name's Fred Michael. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, uh, so yeah, I was born in Carthage, Texas, which is small East Texas town. It's close to like Nacogdoches, Texas. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, from a real small town, smaller than here in shirts. Right. So I wanted to get the fuck out. Yeah. So I went straight to the Air Force out of high school. Okay. <laughs> okay. And so I went to basic here in San Antonio. Yeah. Shipped my ass straight to Korea. Okay. <laughs> well, that definitely got you out of Carthage, so you, Texas. <laughs> put, you put up your dream sheet, Hawaii, Germany. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Straight to Korea. Right. Well, yeah. That was on your dream sheet, right? <laughs> yeah. Hawaii was on my dream sheet. No, Korea was not my. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you put Korea. No, like, wait no. a minute. <laughs> no, I put in all the good shit. And oh no, Korea. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it was fun. So, yeah. so what year did you go to the basic training? Ninety three. Ninety three. And you did how many years in the Air Force? Four years. And what did you do in the Air Force? Uh, I was aircraft supply for C one forty one C one C five aircrafts. So, does the uh, Air Force use C one forty ones anymore? Not sure. I know you're C5s. They don't. They don't. They don't. We found this out because Scott and I had an argument one day. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, so, I jumped out of, I've jumped out of a C141. Oh, wow. Because they're essentially a C130, but with jets instead of props. Yeah. And uh, 
and I can't remember why or how we were talking about it, but they they stopped using those. I think in ninety five yeah, or six, mid to late nineties. Oh wow, yep. okay. So no, I, I'm, I'm just I'm, mid to late two thousands. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just dating all of us, right? Because there's definitely military equipment that I used that is sure as fuck no longer yep. in service. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, shipped me there, which was kind of fun. And you could drink at eighteen in Korea, so it was fun. Yeah, yeah. lots of soju. Mm-hmm. Uh, then my second station was uh, Guam, nice. Anderson Air Base, sixteen months on the beach. Nice. Again, you could drink at eighteen as well. Yeah, nice. And I'm only probably like nineteen twenty at this time. Right. So it's a it's a party show. Uh, then shipped me to California, uh, Travis Air Base, California. So you had three bases, uh, three bases, in four, in four years. years. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Two short tours. Yeah. Yeah. I did well, ten, Korea is what, a year? Yeah. Yeah. I did 10 years in one base. Oh. See, they can't do, you can, <laughs> most people can't do longer than a year in Korea without losing rank. Right. Uh, so that's what they keep their, their rotations at. <laughs> you get 12 months. That's valid. You get enough time to fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> I did take a hop to Japan on a C5. Nice. From Guam. Because okay. I wanted to check it out. So that was pretty fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I got to see a lot of little places. Space available. Is it what they call yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Space so, you're airplanes. sitting just fucking on the wall with all the pallets of shit in the back of the C5. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, so yeah, that was my Air Force career. Uh, got married at the, at the tail end of it. Yeah. And moved to uh, Houston, Texas. Uh, then ended up. I didn't know you live in Houston. Yeah. For oh, a little, how, just how, a little bit. A couple oh, years. Okay. Uh, my uncle lives there still. And then. Uh, so it was kind of a rotation. So what brought me to San Antonio, I was living in near Tyler, Texas, all my son's life. And he graduated. He goes to UTSA. We just graduated from UTSA College. Yeah. Uh, so I moved here about four years ago. And I bought a house near SeaWorld in uh, 2020. So, yeah. So I was in a different kind of sales before this. I was like a uh, CentOS uniform salesman right. for a huge corporate how long did you do that? Six years. Six years. So what did you do before that and after you got out of the Air Force? I've been in sales the whole time. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I worked for Orkin Pest Control Sales. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, did that for a couple of years. I also worked for Nabisco uh, Foods Company. Yeah. Okay. Salesperson for Oreo cookies and <laughs> chips, oh, yeah. ho- chips Ahoy's and all that stuff. I mean, you're in really good shape for being a Nabisco salesman. <laughs> that, that would have fucked me all up. I know. <laughs> like, it's okay. You could pay me in Oreos. <laughs> yeah, fucking Oreos and all kinds of shit in my house. Right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I did that for a little bit. I did a little stint in the oil field. Uh, I had a friend that owned an oil field company, and I made that move because it was way more money, right? Yeah. Right. But then I ended up getting laid off because the oil field went. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, when I made the move to here, I was wanting to do a different sales. Tired of the corporate bullshit, right? Yep. The red tape. Uh, so are we corporate? Mm, semi. Not, not all the micromanaging bullshit. Not all corporate. So, but yeah. So when I started working here, Scott was like, "Just no, we're not a Fortune 500 company now." Okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't be going out and getting three hundred dollar hotel rooms, right? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But. Uh, yeah, so it started out in Texas. Uh, so I started on July the 1st, and he's like, you're going to the Vegas show with us July 7th. Yep. Right? Yeah, yeah. Thrown to the so, wolves. Thrown to the fire, right? So I didn't really say much. I was just like a puppy, following everybody, Dave and everybody around. Because <laughs> what was your cigar experience before working for Warfighter? I mean, I smoked cigars, you know. I didn't really go to cigar lounges and stuff like yeah. that. Right. 
Uh, I'd smoke cigars with buddies around fire pits and right. yeah. whiskey and stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, I never knew that was that many cigar lounges right. yeah. like it is. <laughs> but it's, it's pretty good, pretty good deal. But my second interview with these guys, he took me to Cigar International for whiskey and a cigar. Yeah. I'm like, wow, this is a good fucking interview. You know? So the reason yeah. that we took you to the bar, right, right is because in the cigar industry, believe it or not, there's a little bit of drinking. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of smoke. A lot of smoking cigars. <laughs> I needed to know if yeah. you were going to be a piece of shit when you were drinking or not. Right. Because you represent Warfighter. Or if you're social or yeah, you gotta be social. Yeah. You gotta, you know, you gotta be, yeah. you know, and so uh I felt like that was a good way to one, you interviewed <laughs> let me back up. I put out that we were looking for a job on one of the job search websites, yeah, right? Yeah. And uh I think we had, I don't know, twenty-five people yeah. apply. And I, I think th- we I scheduled th- eight or ten. I think I scheduled eight or ten interviews that either no showed. Or canceled the morning of. Or, yeah, just no showed. Wow. Or one guy was like, Do I have to smoke cigars? Like, well, you don't have to, but it helps. <laughs> like, I, I don't know how you're going to do this job and not like to smoke cigars. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you were the, actually the only person I actually interviewed <laughs> out of that whole thing. Wow. And, uh, and so, yeah, you came in here, we interviewed. Um, you, you checked a lot of blocks for me, right? Like we wanted a veteran. Yep. We wanted somebody in sales. Uh, I can teach you cigars, right? right? We That wasn't a big priority right. for what we were hiring for. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the second interview, we went to uh, we went to a cigar lounge and had some whiskeys. And, yeah. and uh, I brought my wife because she's a pretty good judge of character. And, and if you would have sucked and I would have been all about it and she didn't bless off on it i would have right. never heard the end of it so uh. <laughs> <laughs> but no you've worked out good um and i like you're on the road a lot right. like i literally only see you a couple hours on a monday maybe right, right. yeah I mean, you're on the road a lot and i appreciate that um and i think you've gotten to know a lot of people in the industry right uh you've hit a lot of shops in texas and then, yeah, January 1st, we gave you Louisiana and Oklahoma to hit. Yeah, excited so. to bring it in yeah. those states as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're in Texas. Uh, we're, we've opened 18 new accounts in the state of Texas nice. since August 1st. Right, nice. It's starting to feel like. So I'm going to try to replicate that in those other states as well. Oh, yeah. So we can, can uh, you know, make it corporate, right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> never want to be. Uh, it'll never be. No, corporate. we want to be, you know, black rifle. That's what we, we want to be. Yeah, I don't know. Get to be like, you know, we, 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 like, want, we uh, want to be a, a larger cigar company. I never want to have it right. feel corporate. Right, I never right. want to, yeah. you know, I don't want to do that. But uh, so what is your impression going from your previous sales to the cigar industry? Like what, yeah. what are your thoughts? So totally different industry. Uh, what kind of job can you go out and sell cigars? And you're sitting here with the shop owners having a whiskey and a cigar. Right in the right. middle of the day, you know, I have some shops in Dallas that uh, when I as soon as I walk in, he wants to do a tequila shot. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So, shout out to Texas Smoke, <laughs> Bob, Bob, Bob Smalley. Okay, he can't do it all the time. <laughs> I know, uh, but yeah, it's, it's been a blast. I mean, uh, very rarely have I came across a person that was rude to me. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, well, you shouldn't be rude to me. I'm giving you a free cigar. You know, so, I mean, <laughs> Right, uh, but I'm gonna give you some samples here. Uh, but no, everybody's been really cool. 
um, that it's yeah. If I'd known this industry was like this, I would have tried this a long time ago. <laughs> it's a it's a fun industry. It's really cool. The cigar yeah. industry is a really good fun industry. The vibe the vibes in the lounges are an awesome yeah. deal. Yeah. It's kind of like the military, the veteran. Yeah, you know, good old boys. You're all family in the in the lounges. Right. You know, I was in a lounge in I think it was Oklahoma. The senator walks in and the judge is over there smoking a cigar. Yeah. And the guy's like, yeah, the guys come out all the time. Yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. wow. You know. So, yeah. I mean, you could have a dump truck driver and a mayor sitting there smoking a cigar together. Yeah. I mean, you don't very rarely see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even in the military, you don't see a general smoking with an airman. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like the cigar industry, like, uh, yeah. like the yeah. military. Yeah. Well, one, in the military, there's no social status. You're all, you're all a piece of shit. Right. In uh, the cigar industry, there's no social status, but you're all equal. Right. Right. Uh, there's no, there's no race divisions. There's no, yeah. the cigar industry is so welcoming to yeah. everybody. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons I really like it. Um, and it's cool to see somebody like you who hasn't been in the industry yeah, and then go out and be a sales rep. And I know you enjoy it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and I, I mean, as I, I was in new Orleans at a shop never even been into, I'm sitting here smoking. I'm the only white person in there. Yeah. yeah. We're all talking. It doesn't matter. There's no colors, no basic no. barriers. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, so, yeah, it's been a good thing. In the Army, everybody's green. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Everybody's green. Everybody's I can't blue. say what I want to say in the cigar industry because cigars are brown. <laughs> you can't say that everybody's brown because yeah. there's, there's no cigar industry yeah. uniform. So No. Yeah. But, no, it's 100% true, though. Like, this, this rolled-up piece of organic leaves is something that breaks down barriers that are right. typically there in other environments. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about it a lot over the years uh, because it's that impactful. It's yeah. so... Like, unless you experience, I can't explain it to somebody and have them right. be like, oh, yeah, you know, that makes sense. But like, yeah. no, come with me. Let me show you. The only, and you see it every day. Yeah. The only thing I can equate it to is being in the military. That's it. Right. right? So if you've never been Except in the military. not everybody's classified as a piece of shit right out the gate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you've never been in the, in the military and seen the, I guess, I don't know what, to, not even equality, but just nobody, like, there's no. It's just everybody's there for the same reason, the same mindset. Yeah. Like you're there for the same mission, right? Yeah. But there's no mission for the cigar industry. Yeah. It's, I guess the mission is just to have a good time and, and smoke cigars, and smoke cigars and yeah. chill out, right? Like, uh, so yeah, I don't know what else in life that is, isn't a little bit divisive or, you know, that is just so as inclusive as the yeah. cigar industry. So right. I, I really enjoy that. But, but yeah, I mean, everywhere I've, I've did my homework on Warfighter before I even started with this company. I watched multiple YouTube videos of you guys getting interviewed and I'm, I'm surprised shows and you, stuff uh, before. You interviewed them. And some of these older guys were interviewing you a few years back at a, at a PCA, I think it was. And they said that uh, you guys must have a really good product. You've been, you've made it through the curve. Yeah. So if you've, if you're past three or four years in a cigar industry, you got a good product. Right. Cause you can't, you're, if you're shit product, you're not going to be around for no, just, five years. Yeah. No way. Because you're taking losses every year. Yeah. So, you know, I knew you guys had a good product. Um, and then, like, the brotherhood of the, of the employees here, you know. Uh, and everywhere I've went, reps, owners of shops, everybody loves Scott and John. I've never heard bad anythings. So, it's been, it's been well, that's awesome. awesome well, I guess we're doing our uh, job, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think we're – I mean, if, if somebody doesn't like me – then they yeah. caught me in rare form. Well, the best part is something. the people that we pissed off mm-hmm. don't have a fucking leg to stand on to talk shit about. That's true. That's because 
we've pissed them off, yeah. but it's for a, a, a genuine reason. Yeah. And it's just like, go ahead. It is not so much <laughs> that we pissed them off. The, us, it, they fucked up and we called them on it. Yeah. They, they pissed us. And we weren't nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, to go to Vegas with the president and vice president of a company, I mean, you don't really do that in big companies. You're not going, you're not going to Vegas <laughs> with, the, with the president and the VP of a company. Right. Uh, you might I mean, be there at the same time, but you're not hanging out with no. them. No. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty cool, too. So, uh, But yeah, it's been a fun ride. So what else? Uh, you said your son graduated recently college? Yeah, graduated UTSA college, uh, kinesiology degree. So, But he's going to keep going. For That's a master's. big word that I don't know. Master's. <laughs> uh, it's physical therapist. There you go. Yeah. There you go. That's, a, that's dumbing it down for the president. And he won a powerlifting competition the week before he graduated. So yeah. he's, yeah, he, stepped, he stepped up his game. Right. Hell yeah. Uh, that's 23 cool. years old. So, uh, But yeah, like I said, it was a circle of life because I went to basic training here at 18. Yeah. I moved back here when my son was 18. Yeah. So it's like, wow. Yeah. It's really cool. Uh, but I've always loved San Antonio. We've always came to Riverwalk and shit. Sometimes, yeah. you know. Uh, and it was just a blessing to buy a house. And during COVID at 2020, at 2% interest rate. Right. right. I mean, okay. yeah. wow. Yeah. So, yep. uh, yeah, it's been it's been an awesome, awesome deal here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's nothing but fun. It's like sometimes I'm sitting back at the lounge having a cigar with the guy and I'm like, shit, I'm getting paid for this. <laughs> like, you know, like what I, the fuck? Yeah. I, I like to tell people, you know, when, when we're out places and having good conversations and things and, and they're like, Oh, you have a cigar company. Like that must be awesome. Like, so what do you, what, what do you do? Yeah. And I, as I'm literally sitting here like this yeah. and I'm like, well, I get to drink whiskey and smoke cigars and this is work. Yeah. And work? they're like, what? And I'm like, there's a lot more that goes into it that I'm not going to talk for, about. For, for me and you, it's probably what, yeah. 10, 20% of the work is doing this? Yeah. Or maybe less. Maybe, maybe <laughs> so less. much more shit. That's not right. <laughs> but, but that, in, in that theory, I get to say this. Say 10%, right? Yeah. That 10% makes up for all the other shit right. we got to do, right? Yeah. It, it, you know, I'm as much as I hate going to Vegas, I love going to the trade show to yes. meet, meet up with the art. Well, we call them consumers, but they're retail. Our retail, partners. our retail partners. So they're the people that you buy our cigars from. Yeah, is who we meet at the show. Yeah, cigar shops and lounges. Yeah. It's not a. It's not a show that's open to the public. Yeah. Uh, so you have to own a cigar shop. But, or but the, one of the best parts about going to the shows is if you want to talk to that many shops and that many other manufacturers, yeah. you got to put twenty five, thirty thousand miles on a vehicle. Right. Going to all these shops, it's going to take you months. Yeah. Or you have a crazy 72 hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you have, I mean, PCA is, is much better at the networking side of things because the amount of shops and, and brands yeah. that are here, because it's everybody at that. That's yeah. cigar specific only. Uh, TP is still really good because you get a good majority also. Um, and you have a bunch of other brands that are there too. Uh, but just being able to network with that many people in your industry at the same time. Yeah. And like we were just talking about the drinking and smoking part of it. Yeah. Like you take orders on the show floor, but the business gets done at the bars after yeah. the show right. closes so, for the day. So, so like when we when when we originally started the cigar brand, right? We had no idea that it was such a relationship based business. Yeah. I was very ignorant to it. Yeah. 100%. I'm like I'm like, we're gonna have a dealer portal. Yeah. And it's gonna be like any other industry where Yeah, we're gonna use technology in our favor. Yeah. The cigar industry, it's all relationship based. Yeah. So the 
two trade shows a year is where you actually get a look for us. Like you, that's all you do is relationship, right? right? You go to all the shops in your area and that's relationship based for John and I, we don't get to get out of the office quite as much, but the trade shows, we see all those people and that's when we get to build our relationship. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, if you're a shop that's listening to this and we like, if you want to like, come talk to us, like we want to talk, tell us your story. We want to hear it. You know, uh, we really do. Uh, I love hearing about it. Well, I'm looking forward to the trade shows this year because I won't be a virgin this time. Right. Right. So you know what to expect. Standing behind Dave and Scott and them, you know, and just kind of figuring it out at the PCA. So was, I'm excited for this one. So hindsight, um, right? Yeah. Looking back, do you think it would have been more advantageous for you to not go to that show and try to learn everything and then get out on the road? Or would it be more, would you done better by going to the show like you did? And then, and then getting out on the road. No, going to the show because it builds your confidence. I mean, you got, you've seen all that. It's a, it's a. Well, I think I think it, it opens your eyes yeah. to the industry. Before I started Warfighter as a brand, yeah, I went to the trade show. Yeah, because I because I knew from the gun store I went to shot show, and when you go to shot show, you see the whole industry. You're like, this is massive. Yeah, yeah. right. So before I started a, a new endeavor, I wanted to go to their trade show. And see everything and see it mm-hmm. and, and i think you know being able to see it before you get into it it really helps open your eyes well it gives yeah. you a yeah, yeah it, it gives yeah. you that drive yeah a little bit of an excitement you know you get to see what everybody else is doing you yeah. get it you get a you get a feel for what the the atmosphere is right mm-hmm. you know like um shot show has its own atmosphere right yeah it's way different than this way different. way different than the cigar trade show. way bigger you told me yeah well it's bigger but like <laughs> but it's, just it's, the feel of it everybody it, it's just a different feel the 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 cigar trade show is it's like a cocktail hour right right where shot show is it's like the subway in new york on <laughs> on on cocaine yeah really. <laughs> yeah it's just chaos but it's semi organized yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I smoked but, my first Cuban cigar there too, as well. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Somebody gave me a Cuban. I was like, "Oh, nice." <laughs> so I'm sure it was. Uh, <laughs> but no, it opens up your eyes to everything. Yeah. Um, it's I got to meet a lot of the shop owners right. at this show that was in my territory. Yep. Well, that worked. That was yeah. great. And you got the, and, and 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 you got the handoff from handoff Dave from Dave at well. the same time. So that so, killed. That was two birds, one stone with that. Um, but yeah, that that builds a lot of your confidence. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking forward to going to Nicaragua with you guys this year to tour the uh, factory. So yeah, that, that should be fun. That'll give you something to speak on. A little more knowledge yeah. of how the tobacco is made and the cigars yeah. are rolled and everything else. We'll, yeah, we'll have a couple uh, of Nic- Nicaragua trips this year. Yeah, probably quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what what are you into besides work and whatever, like personally? What are your what, hobbies? Yeah, what do you do? Yeah, I like to do sports. Uh, I play some golf sometimes. Uh Mostly work out in the gym and stuff. Uh, like from the military on, I just just kind of my uh, stretch relief, working out, right? Uh, lifting heavy heavy rings of weights, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, but no, nah, I just my my girlfriend. I've yeah. uh, been dating my girlfriend for over two years now. Nice. Um, so she's actually in Alaska right now doing a contract job. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's been it's been awesome. Uh, so that's what I do. She's pretty much my girlfriend, my son. Workout. Yeah. I'm on the road, you know, yeah. having cigars and whiskey. You enjoy uh, being on the road. I love it. Yeah. 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 
It's not for everybody. Yeah. You know, I think, um, like I'm, I'm good with the road a little bit, Yeah. but I know for a fact you enjoy the road. Like yeah. you, you're not happy when you're sitting in here. No. Yeah. I mean, my other job, I was always on the road. I wasn't yeah. out of town right. as much, but I was always on out uh, in the field Yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, because the days go by. Was that your watch that dinged? No, that was somebody else's. Ah, yeah. Who's watch? Who's watched it? That was that was that was the laptop. I, that was me. And you, that sir. Was, that oh. was on me. And you, that, sir, can go fuck yourself. That's fair. That's that's fair. That's, <laughs> I mean, now <laughs> for the for the listener, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Justin was just giving me shit about my watch going off, my phone going off, and I'm like, this has not happened. In but a that long that was his iPad. Don't care. <laughs> Was it my iPad? No, I'm I'm just saying that that's just one more thing you have to add now. <laughs> yep, yep, that's on me. That's yep, that's on me. Uh, <laughs> also, if you guys are in the San Antonio area for Super Bowl Sunday, be sure to stop by Four Nine Cigar Lounge. We're having a Super Bowl cut oh, yeah. light event with Santo Tequila. Nice. Yeah. So should be a good show. And what time is that? Five to nine p.m. Five to nine. Yeah. Or you can stay later. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, but five to nine p.m. So you're gonna get free tequila. We got cigar deals. It's gonna be a good, good deal. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, what else we got? Yeah. Uh, uh, and then uh, we usually do a, like a featured uh, cigar lounge. And you uh, you mentioned one uh, that you just went and visited mm-hmm. in your new territory, Mr. Zach. So do tell. Oh, uh, Mr. Zach, combat veteran, uh, owns Combat Monkey Cigars. It's near uh, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Uh, so go by and visit those guys. Super good shop. Uh, nice lounge in the back. Good selection of cigars, especially Warfighter. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, he's been uh, he's on the count for probably over a year now. Yeah, probably pushing that. Yeah. Um, and uh, for a while, he was the only one in Oklahoma City that carried our cigars. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's because we didn't have anybody up there. <laughs> uh, so. So eventually that's going to change, but um, he does have an awesome lounge. He is a uh, prior military. He's a um, he's a grunt. Yeah, yeah. Work, work with special forces and um, just a good dude. Uh, he's got a couple other business ventures that he he has going on as well. Um, kind of like you know a lot of the guys that get out of the military and, and they just grind until right. you know they get whatever um, you know uh, figure out something that works. Yeah, professions that <laughs> yeah. that they want to keep going on. Um, and he's got, he's, you know, he's doing a couple of different things. And uh, all, all in all, just a great dude. Yeah, so go by and see his shop. Also, give me a follow on my Instagram page. I need some followers. It's Warfighter Eric, Instagram. Yep. Warfighter underscore Eric. No, it's just, warf- just Warfighter. Yeah, it's all one word. Oh, is he fucked up? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just one word, but nobody else had it, so. Yeah. Uh, follow us, too. And follow yeah. Warfighter John and Warfighter Scott. So it's funny. My mom keeps asking about our new guy, Rick. And I'm like, what? I'm like, we don't have a guy named Rick that works here, Ma. And she's like, oh, I see him on stuff on social media all the time. And I'm like, what? I'm like, I am so confused. She's like, yeah, it's Warfighter Rick. And I'm like, Ma. Oh, it combined. It's Warfighter Eric. And she's like, oh. <laughs> so that's what the underscore's for. Okay. Yeah, that's what it's for, Rick. <laughs> to make it. <laughs> so now I got me Rick. <laughs> I can see how she gets that. Kind of, yeah. Come that was on, pretty funny. Because I was so confused. Like, I was on the phone with her, and it said like five minutes. I'm like, Mom, we don't have somebody named Rick that works for us. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I see his stuff all over. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, follow uh, 
warfighter underscore John and warfighter underscore Scott. J-O-N. <laughs> so what's uh, what's your favorite warfighter cigar? The 50 cal. Which one? Spiro Maduro. All right. Uh, usually I like a Robusto size. Uh, although I did try the 660 out. I like a 660 as yeah. well. Um, but yeah, what's I, your, I like what, a bold. What's your least favorite warfighter cigar? Hmm. Probably the Corojo. It's just too much pepper for me. Oh, um, okay. It's just a little too much pepper. But I like the diversity uh, of palettes that we have. Yeah. Because like that's Jazz's favorite. Right. That's oh. uh, it's a lot of people's favorites. And uh, yeah. Well, my second one is probably Rosado. Yeah. Like you said, kind of like seasoned steak. Yeah. I like the uh, Rosado. Those are my go-tos. I mean, a morning smoke is can't go wrong in Connecticut. Yeah. You know, the field Connecticut. That's a good mild cigar with coffees. Um, and that's one of our best sellers as well. I think so. it really is. That thing sells uh, great. That one, Night Shift. The Rosado is um, the the worst seller. I know. Which I don't understand it. I think it's 50 cal. Come on, people. Buy the Rosado. And Night Shift. Buy <laughs> <laughs> <My> Rosados, please. <laughs> Expand your palates. <laughs> yeah, smoke more. Um, speaking of smoking more, do we, did we go over what everyone's smoking right now? No. Okay, let's do that. Let's do that. I just, I had to redo the past 10 minutes in my head real quick because I'm like, fuck, we just talked about cigars. We talk about what we're actually smoking. <laughs> uh, I'm smoking a night shift because um, it's delicious and phenomenal. Um, but uh, yeah. I'm smoking a Connecticut, Field Connecticut, because uh, I've already had a, my favorite Maduro already. So there you go. <laughs> and Scott's uh, his go to. I got a 660, uh, 762 Garrison Rosado. And uh, what are you drinking? I'm, I'm drinking some basil hidden dark rye. So, which is delicious. It is. Um, who brought this? Bradley Freeman. Bradley Freeman brought us Devil's River Agave Bourbon. Which is actually really good. It's, it's really good. It's super sweet. It's sweet, but man, this is really good bourbon. Uh, so I've had a couple other Devil's River before, and one of them I liked a a little bit yeah and the rest kind of like eh. like but this one is i've never had an agave, agave. bourbon yeah before. i've and heard yeah. that was good yeah that's really good what are you drinking i'm drinking the blackened the metallica yeah that's oh, from yeah. Uh, my brother-in-law chad so yeah the uh i'm still sticking with anything that has river or creek in it isn't the greatest <laughs> oh you're not wrong you're not right yeah yeah uh oh river and creek. what's the one <laughs> Chris Freeman got us. That we oh that we thought would suck because of the name. Oh, that was uh fucking owl. Uh Kentucky Owl. Kentucky Owl. Okay. No, yeah, that doesn't have River Creek. You're right. That was really good. You're right. That was really good. That just looked like a like a basic bottle and we tried it. And we're like, holy shit, this is delicious. Yeah, like Kentucky Owl. Kentucky Owl. Yeah. No, it's good shit. Uh, River and Creek. Like Ranger Creek, and it's not bad. It's not bad. Right. Rebecca Creek. Man. Rebecca Creek, yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I like Rebecca Creek better than Garrison Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. But we're talking Texas whiskeys. So which Devil's River is? The, mo- the majority of river creeks come from Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Horse Soldier, too. It's over there. It's almost empty. Yeah. That's delicious. Yeah. But yeah, these uh, 
kids. We were, we talked about this years ago. Yeah. River Creek. It's not the greatest. What's a Hayden? That's good. It's not River Creek. <laughs> <laughs> what does it translate to? It might be. Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> I have a, no idea. River Creek. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna pay attention to that now. Yep. But the agave. I tell you what. It's sweet, but it's good. I think. I honestly, I think it's just whiskey and, and syrup. Yeah, like maple syrup. Agave syrup. Yeah. Yep. Can you get agave syrup for pancakes? Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. I would do it. What I would do is I would get agave syrup and mix it with uh, tequila on the rocks. Mm. Isn't that what tequila is? There's. Is there? Literally, there's literally an agave syrup. Yeah. yeah. They have it at Costco. The, yeah, it's every almost every liquor store. Like, you find it all over the place. So it's a it's a a, a thing for booze. I'm talking yeah. like pancake syrup. It's there's no difference. It's the same. It's just not brown or, or tastes like maple syrup. Just uh, yeah. Ah, oh, I'm gonna have to try some agave syrup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna have it on. I would mix it with tequila and ice. Oh, I'll try that. Okay. Yeah. Is that it's, it's like for? a margarita, but without all the other bullshit. What do you mix it? I mean, is that normally what it's for? Though it depends on where. Yes. Okay. In, in theory, yes. You can use it in cocktails. A lot, there's craft cocktails that use it. Um, I've never had one that I know of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like if you go to Bourbon or Branch, I guarantee you they have it. I'm gonna next uh, time I go in there, I'm gonna order a drink. And I'm gonna say something with agave syrup. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I don't care what the there's a laundry is. list of shit that they can make okay. for you. But right. the majority of it is going to be a tequila base. Okay. Uh just because yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why with this it was a little different because it's not tequila. All right. Uh and that's why I was like, it's just too sweet for me. I get it. Because there's there's some bourbons that already have a natural sweetness. So is agave a sugar based plant? It no. It's it's an agave. Yeah, plant. Right, um, it's its own thing, but it has a high sugar content in it. Okay, and that allows them to uh, be able to use them to ferment it into tequila. Right. Um, they have the, the an, between the natural sugars and sugars added, it ferments into alcohol. Kind of looks like a big aloe vera plant. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> it looks like. But uh, yeah. but so but using it in bourbon, I mean, yeah, All right. but it's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be sure to stop by warfightertobacco.com. You get your 120 millimeter Abrams ash tank ashtray. Yeah, we got a lot of lighters and cutters as well. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so TPE. Yeah, if you're a shop owner and you listen to this podcast, the TPE already passed. Come see us at PCA. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Come see us at PCA. Yeah. Um, March 22nd. But if you did see us at at TPE, and you're listening to this. Thanks for coming by, man. Yeah. It was great hanging out with you. I was going to say, let us yeah. know you listen to the podcast, but mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be hard to do when right. this comes out when we're back. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a crazy uh, beginning of the year for us. Um, normally, January is pretty chill. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a slower month uh, sales-wise. It's kind of a slower month travel-wise. Yeah. Uh, and we usually have a trade show towards the end of the month. Uh, for some reason, this year, our January has been chaotic. Yeah, for lack of better words. <laughs> well, I think uh, the last show we talked about Shot Show. Yeah, yeah. So we went to Shot Show. Uh, we did the dog and knife hunt. Um, we did a couple other trips. Uh, you went to the Central America. 
Yeah, I went to Costa Rica. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's been nuts. And now, it's been going really well. Now we just got back from TPE. It, went, it went great, I think. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. It went great. Yeah. Right? <laughs> um, but yeah, so we got TPE. And then uh, 50 days after TPE is over, we have PCA. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. Um, but it's going to be really fun getting out there um, at TB and talking with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Huge events. Also, at March 9th, there's one in uh, East Texas, Longview, Texas. We have a multi-vendor warfighter event there. At which? Tobacco shop? Junction. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Longview, Texas. Also, Fort Worth, Texas. Underground Cigar. Was, uh, what's yeah. that NFG. NFG event. NFG 24. March 9th. Speaking of NFG 24, I need to do a quick little shout-out shout out about that. Um, if you're on the fence about going to NFG, uh, whether you live in Texas or you plan on traveling down for that weekend or not, mm-hmm. um, they're almost sold out on tickets. Yeah, jump over that. They're man. very close. Whether it's an attendee ticket or a non-attendee. Not, not attendee tickets. You get all the cigars in the grab bag mm-hmm. and you get first dibs at buying whatever limited releases to release there. Like, we have a limited release. Um, that's only available at that day, Underground Cigar Shop. Um, and it's probably going to be sold out within two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... I think they only sell them at the event for four hours. That's it. Yeah. Um, so if you want to try these cigars or you want to attend it, go to undergroundcigarshop.com, uh, click on NFG24, follow all the prompts to get your either attendee or not attendee tickets, whether you're showing up or not. Um, but they're going quick and they're almost sold out. Uh, so if you want some of our limited release cigars, this is this yeah. is your chance. This yeah. is it. Uh, but yeah. So busy march ahead. Yes. Busy February, busy March, yeah. busy April so far. And that's uh, about as far as we got planned out yet. Yeah. yeah. So. I don't think there's any questions. No. Uh, we. Uh, I know last week we talked about what we like in uh, cigar shops. Uh, figured, Eric, since you're, you're in them constantly, what are the things that you. Uh, yeah. What are some things that you notice in a cigar shop that would make you want to go back? Or that stands it apart from other cigar shops. Well, not a lot of cigar shops have a full bar. Most of them have lockers, right? Well, that's, that's, that's Texas. Texas. For memberships? Yeah. But that's a Texas thing. Uh, some of them have bars. Some of them have just beer and wine in their bars. Uh, yeah, if they have a full-blown bar and you have a cigar lounge with yeah. comfortable seating, yeah. you know, big TVs, all this stuff, you're going to get lots of traffic. You know? The downfall uh, with doing a bar yeah. is now you are a bar right. that people can smoke in. Instead right. of a cigar lounge that you can have drinks at. Right. It changes the dynamic of a little bit everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in Texas, uh, there's only a handful of spots that can have that have a bar. Right. Uh, they have to get special exemptions and licensing and all this crazy stuff. Um, so I think in the state there's less than a dozen. And the majority of the um, majority of them are cigars international. Yeah. Some of the shops are, are BYOBs. Yeah. yeah. Bring your own stuff. Yeah. Which a lot of, a lot of them like that. Yeah. Um, but. I was in one shop. The they said they're going to stop doing it because they get people coming in. They don't even buy a cigar. They just go pour themselves a glass of whiskey or whatever, smoke their own cigar, and they leave. So they're going to have to. Yeah. That's how they run it, though. They just need to make the rules and enforce right. them. That's it. Enforce yeah. the rules. It's an easy fix. For if you enforce the rule and that that person right never comes back, you're not losing anybody. You're not losing anybody. You're gaining a seat. Yeah. yeah. So then you can find new customers that will come in and support you. Right. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's definitely an issue we've talked about on the show before. Um, they charge cut fees. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, yeah, whatever they can have a members, members only area. 
uh, where any patron can access the humidor, but to go sit down is the members area. Yeah. You either have to be a member, you have to buy a minimum purchase amount, or you have to pay a fee to be able to sit back there. Right. Um, and fair. so, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of ways to mitigate that. But, uh, but what else do you like to see? Like what, uh, what, what, like when you, besides booze, right. When you walk into a cigar lounge, like what are, and you're like, oh, this place is awesome because of this. Well, I mean, your size of humidor is going to mean something as well. Yeah. I mean, if you got a good selection of cigars, yeah, rather than little small couple of cabinets, you know, you're going to have more traffic. Yeah, you got a big selection for choose from. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a cigar lounge to have a diverse selection, not just their main brands. Right. Also have the boutique brands as well. Yeah. Uh, which a lot of the shops that we're in, that's what they have. Yeah. Because um, a lot of people they want to smoke. I guess Texas based cigar. Right. Right. And want to support local brands. Yeah. Which is, uh, the cool thing about a Texas based cigar brand is there's a handful of them. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah. There's a handful of those. Yeah. So uh, if, if Texas secedes, we still have a good selection of cigars. Yeah. We're still good. <laughs> We're good. We're still good. Uh, but yeah, the, I mean, comfortable seating mm-hmm. is one. Ample seating. Yes. Yeah, so there's, um, there's actually a, a local cigar shop. Yeah. that has the most uncomfortable chairs I've ever sat in in my entire life. Oh, wow. uh, we've hung out there a couple of times. And when we leave, as the first thing that everybody says, as soon as we walk out the door, it's like, oh, man, fuck those chairs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to say what shop it is because I don't yeah. really like throwing anybody under the bus. But other than that, the place is great. Yeah. Um, but I I can I agree on that. Um, if, if you don't have good chairs, something that somebody yeah. can sit in for an hour and relax, because that's the whole point. Right. right? You know what I mean? Um, then you're missing out. Like, you know, or, or if there's, if you have good chairs, but you're literally, it's asshole to elbow. You're just up on top of the person sitting next to you. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, take a couple of chairs out, make the experience better and you'll right. make more money. Yeah. Yep. Also, a lot of the lounges, they'll have separate little cubicle areas. So you, for groups you can sit in. Yeah, that's nice. To where, you know, if you come in with a party of four or five, you got a nice section to sit in. You know, right. Uh, those are nice. Uh, outdoor patios are really nice as well. Yeah, you get especially good here. Good weather out. Yeah. Right. Um, some of the lounges have those. Uh, ample TVs for people to, you know, yeah. sit back, yep. watch something. Uh, I can go both ways with TV. Yeah, me too. I can either go TV's awesome, cool, right. or you don't have any, even better. Right. Like, because then it forces people to actually talk and yeah, have yeah, conversations. Yeah. But some of those lounges, they'll have movie nights. Yep. They'll play like Tombstone movies, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so it gets groups together, come and smoke cigars, watch a movie together. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I like about the lounges. Nice. Yep. Well, I don't yeah. know a lot else. That's it. Let's uh, finish getting packed up so we can head out to TPE. Yeah. <laughs> okay. a day full of podcasts today. Cheers, guys. All right. Cheers. Well, I'd like to say thanks for coming on the show, but you're getting paid for it. <laughs> 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 no, but seriously, thanks for taking time out of everything, out of your schedule, um, you know, all the, all the stuff we're doing to get ready for the show, um, to be able to sit down and let our our – the customer base and retail partners will know a little bit more about you on a personal level. Um, there's a lot of times where we get so caught up in the conversations that we're having, uh, the things that we're talking about, whether it's, uh, you know, on a sales trip or during an event or whatever, mm-hmm. and we're talking about something cigar related or, 
cigar re- industry related questions or things like that, but it's never anything about us personally. Right. Um, so putting our guys on and, and kind of go down a little bit of a rabbit hole about, you know, who you are, where you're from, what you do. Um, and if you're listening and you've met Eric and you don't like him, it's because he's Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> if you really like Eric, it's because he works for Warfighter Tobacco. Correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on that note, right, yeah. you guys have fun, and uh, we'll see you next week. See you next time.